This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Even though the gods are crazy, even though the stars are blind, if you show me real love, baby, I'll show you mine. I can make you nice and naughty, be the devil angel too. Got a heart and soul and body, let's see what this love can do. Oh, baby, I'm perfect for you. Stunning. Wow, okay, that was kind of absolutely spot on, I would say. That was dead on. Okay, for everyone living under a rock, that was Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton, who's now taking that whole album that she came out with on tour. And that's huge, okay? Because guess what? The year's 2007. Yep, yep. And we're listening to that. We're loving that. And you're saying, Greta, what are we going to find out today about the year 2007 that we don't know? Because we've been in 2007 before. And guess what? We're back. And I have a really exciting discovery for my classmates. Are you ready for this? Yes. The source today, y'all? Taquitos.net. <laughs> and then the subline, when you get on this website... Everything about snacks. <laughs> so 2007, the year in snacks. Y'all know one of my favorite things to do is talk about snacks. Talk about the snacks we were munching and crunching on in high school. So this is, we're gonna, I'm just going to blow through some of these things and see if they kind of tickle your pickle, you great, know? Great, Most popular reviews in 2007 for snacks. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Lay's ketchup chips, okay, which is a favorite of mine, but I don't ever remember them being in the States. So I'm thinking this might be Canadian. Yeah, this is a Canadian okay. thing. Doritos X13D. Can Wait. someone tell me what the fuck this is? <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck is this? It's like Doritos some Stranger Things. Like, like, what is that? Is it ecstasy? <laughs> it looks like a, is that a moving rating? X13D. I mean, it looks like porn porn <laughs> and big tits i have 13 it's d's so honey and then there. after that i mean i never fucked with these but people love them andy caps hot fries okay i love them I never bought them but you love I, but i i would eat if it's in front of me yeah like they were drugs. always in the vending machine if it's there i'll do you'll have i won't buy right okay and that's like me and cocaine yeah um <laughs> No, truly. Pirate's booty. Again, if it's there, I'll eat. See, I, I used to love to buy. Okay, huge. But then I was like, pirate's booty, low-key, <laughs> is stale smart food. Yeah. And it I would really, just rather have smart food. You know what I mean? It's now Boom Chicka Pop. Like, now that's the new... Yeah, and let me just say, honey, I don't want Boom Chicka Pop. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to say it. Like... The, the mouthfeel of that, inorganic. Inorganic. Hey, Tommy, you think you could pass me some Boom Chicka Pop? What? <laughs> Honestly, I'd, I'd rather have like a barrel of Twizzlers or Me something. too. Yeah. Okay, but that being said, Boom Chicka Pop, if you want to send some Boom Chicka Pop our way, we would Boom Chicka Pop that pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
wherever the money is. <laughs> I snack where the money is. Yeah, where I truly. Most popular all-time snacks in 2007, according to these reviews. I don't know where these people are getting this information. Doritos Spicy Sweet Chili never hit home for me. Never even heard of it. What is that? <laughs> Quaker Snack Mixed Baked Cheddar. I don't know who is reviewing that. So those 10 adjectives are not. What? <laughs> That's not. Hey, Mom, could you get the Quaker Snack Mixed Baked Cheddar bag? Right. No. NFM, not for me. Doritos Collision Hot Wings Blue Cheese. I do remember that. This is kind of a gorgeous. I mean. That's stunning. That's gorgeous. Fire and ice. Fire and ice. Yes. It's playful. Yes, playful. I, and I love it when a chip gives us duality. Yeah. <laughs> you know? A little adventure. Up and down. Yin and yang. And then I just want to blow through just like five more snacks that mean absolutely nothing to me. <laughs> well, actually, this one means a lot to me. Okay. Stacy's. Yes. Yeah. I love Stacy's pita. Okay, but now this is saying Stacy's bagel chips, simply naked. Is there a photo? Let me see. Honey, I don't ever remember this existing. This no, seems photoshopped. <laughs> that's a rendering. That's not. <laughs> that's not real. Yeah, AI is taking. Yeah, our AI world. has been taking our jobs for years now. Oh my god. Okay, not real. That's not real. Also, you know what else is not real? The following fucking breakfast snacks. Pop-Tarts Backwards Berry, never had it. <laughs> Pop-Tarts Hot Fudge Sundae, never had it. Pop-Tarts Mint Chocolate Chip, you're crazy. Pop-Tarts Strawberry Milkshake. Honey, I was a Pop-Tarts girl. <laughs> Unfrosted brown sugar. What? You weren't? No, I am. I'm saying this list is weird. They didn't exist. Is They're this not yeah, It seems like they wanted... It's a list of things. A they fantasy. To this make. is a fantasy list. Yeah, yeah, oh. And these are these these have to be someone's renderings because I'll tell you what, I never saw I that. Nev- Strawberry milkshake. I've never seen that in my entire life. So everyone's like, okay, well, where were we when this mad scientist was creating <laughs> taquitos.net full of rendered snacks that didn't exist? We were in Sherry, Massachusetts. Sharon. Sharon, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. God damn it. That's okay. It's the first time I've ever fucked it up. That's okay. I was going to say Boston, but then I wanted to be really specific. Yeah, it's it's like not like Boston because everyone's like, you don't have a Boston accent. And well, it's like, people are like, who's talking? And I'm going to introduce oh, our guest today. Sure. It's Tommy Doe. Hi. Hello, hello. Okay, let's talk about everything. Sure. Boston. I like you. Now that you say it to me, okay. I see it. Okay. But like, you could have also, and I feel the same way about myself. Okay. I feel that I don't give a geo specific location. Location. Right. Like, if I told you I grew up in uh, the Bay Area, you'd be like, okay. Sure. If I told you I grew up in Texas, you'd be like, okay. <laughs> If I told you I grew up in Rhode Island, you'd be like, sure. Right, right, right. You know, like, I feel like I'm not a specific person, and I feel similarly to you. Yeah. Like, if you told me that you grew up in Arizona, I'd be like, sure. Yeah. Or, like, Minneapolis. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But no. Say Boston. (laughs) I'm Boston. I'm a Boston boy. But now I see it. Yeah? I don't know. New England, rough and tumble. Yeah. My my tight skin from the cold. Yeah, your tight chapped cheeks. Chapped lips. Um, So what was your high school like? What was going on? Because, you know, immediately when I think of 
Massachusetts. Right. I very, very, very briefly went to boarding school in Connecticut. Okay. And I feel like I always have kind of a school ties, like classic New England picture in my head for okay. whenever anybody goes to school there so right so what was your school like it was like i guess it's like the same vibes i did a mid high school transfer i did too it was like in the middle i think i did ninth grade and yeah ninth grade somewhere else and then 10th grade i went to sharon i i transferred like toward the end of my freshman year oh same yeah yeah yeah, yeah. was it hard for you i hated being at boarding school. Okay. So I just wanted to get out of there. Okay. Um, okay. So like in that sense, no. But yes, because like when I transferred, because the boarding school that I went to was on a trimester system, okay. I was like weirdly ahead okay. of the school, the school that I went to. to. So they only put me in three classes. What? So I was like a part-time student. Okay. And then I just had a job. And I think everyone that went to my high school, a lot of them were like lifers, had gone there for forever. I see. Since kindergarten. Mm -hmm. So I think all of them were like, who is this fucking freak? Like (laughs) starting school with us in April. Who's like only coming to school for the morning. Right. And then works at a cafe after school. Like, what is this freak? Like, who is this freak? (laughs) Is was the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't really care. Mm. Um, I feel like I was against it because I have like I have such badness. I I love the past. Mm. So even if the present wasn't so fabulous, the second I leave it, I'm like, oh my god, I miss it. Yeah. So I went to the new school like very upset. Being Why like, did you transfer? Um Oh, like I guess I should talk about like my parents. I don't if you want. Yeah. You can talk about anything you want. Um well my parents came well, I have a younger sibling okay. and they put me into like a private Catholic school um, just because like the school system that I was, the town we were living in, the school system wasn't the best, Mm -hmm. wasn't the most fabulous. And so they put me in a private school and then um, tuition was expensive. So then my sister was also entering high school, my younger sister. And so they were like, we should just like go to a town where it's nicer and And affordable. affordable. And then we can have them both in a nicer school if we're gonna pay this money anyways. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my parents were part of like the mass exodus in Vietnam in 1979. Wow. And their story is like so, so crazy. Um, and they like immigrated to this country with like no money, no English, nothing. And what is their story? <clears throat> do you want to, I mean, it's going to be expository. Do you really want to hear? Okay. I do. I mean, um, I, I'm the kind of person where when someone says the story so so crazy if you don't tell me the so so crazy story i'm gonna lose my mind i gotta know i mean it's kind of sad but we can make it fun i mean i i here's the thing about me (laughs) this podcast can be anything okay and i'm um sadness without sadness is so cozy for this story time without sadness there is no happiness truth truth yeah so um I want and I feel like whatever sad story I'm about to hear, okay, you and your sister are like the happy endings at the end of it. It's very true. That is very true. So, so there's that. Okay, so there is this thing called the Vietnam War. <laughs> oh my god! Sure, sure, really? sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine I like uh, imagine I genuinely didn't know about yeah. the Vietnam War. And I'm speaking and like you're like googling like but all I was the like, details. Wait, what? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you know, there was like a war between the North and the South. And oh, like, my yeah. God. Like, wait, there's this country called Vietnam. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so Vietnam War. Vietnam War. And um, both my parents are from there. And uh, they are, uh, my mom's the youngest of 11. Wow. And um, yeah, there was a, a big, yeah, a war. And they, my mom wanted to escape to America, basically, for a better life. Um, communism had taken over, and it was very um, sad and uh, oppressive. And my mom wanted to get out. And I will say that I've gotten the story in bits and pieces, and my dad will not tell this story, like mm. his side of the story, just because it's so painful. Mm-hmm. And it's um, something that, like, it's been a theme throughout our entire life to get, like, little glimpses of, like, what their story was. And it's uh, every time there's, like, a big, like, um, reaction that we don't know where it came from, it's mostly going back to, like, past trauma and mm. not being able to unpack it. In a healthy way, yeah. Basically, so my, um, yeah, my mom was the. Her, her story is she was the youngest of eleven. She escaped in the middle of the night onto a boat um, in 1979. Um, do you know the musical Miss Saigon? I do. Yeah, so it's like basically like that's the story of the boat Whoa. people. And uh, yeah, she they were going to sail from Vietnam to Taiwan on this like little forty person boat, and. Um, She tells the story of they ran out of fresh water, um, and so they decided that they were going to do, like, they they were like, we're not going to survive without fresh water. We should just kind of do a suicide pact, like a mass suicide. Um, And, like, she didn't give me the specifics, but, like, in the movie version, her, like, vote was, like, against it, and her vote was, like, the last vote that, like, tipped the scale into, like, not doing a suicide pact. Right, right. and but luckily a Japanese cruise ship found them, and so they brought them to Japan. And my mom lived in Japan for like a year and a few months, and then whoa, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Also to like be the hand that tips the that like I made that up. That, I mean, I know, I mean, but like I still, it's like yeah, like it sounds. I mean, it is crazy. It's crazy. But like the feeling of also getting to the point right. where you're like, well, we're all going to die. Yeah. So let's like take control of the situation and this is the only way we can is so intense. Yeah. I mean, that's intense isn't even an adequate word. Right. But it's so... Um, like what... It, uh, I, I can't even like... It's like thinking about the infinite universe it's like you can't wrap your head around that it's just too much have you ever seen that um i think it was a vine of like the girl sleeping and someone pouring water over her face and she literally just reacts (laughs) with like a hello that's have you no that's so funny (laughs) but that's literally that's literally how i feel if i was in her shoes i'd be like okay okay like what hello yeah i guess let's do this like okay that's crazy that's crazy so then, yeah, she came to this country. Uh, she moved to Boston, Dorchester specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, she lived in an apartment with like 10 other people on the floor sleeping kind of vibes. No money, no English. Um, she put th- herself through college. Like, I know she worked at a movie theater. Like, she just was scraping by and she eventually became a chemical engineer. Whoa. She met my dad, who has the, a similar story. Um, they have a Romeo and Juliet kind of vibe because they're f- ones from the su- north, ones from the south, kind of like thing. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, they met in college and my dad became a mechanical engineer. And so um, after a year after they were married, they had me. And so like growing up, I could physically see, even like at a young age, seeing them try to achieve like their perception of the American dream. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, the white picket fence and the red door and right. like two and a half kids and all that stuff. So we moved towns a lot to like have them feel like they could. Yeah. Like they're like, why not have a TV in every room? Why not have two cars? Right. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's living the dreamed, like, suburban yeah. lifestyle. Right, right. Where it's like, we don't we don't just need one. We can live in surplus. Like, right. We can live. Right. Um, and luxuriate. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, that's, like, the dream. Yeah. But, like, so growing up, I could just see, <clears throat> like, we just, I could just see them just improve their lives, try to improve our lives, um, which has pros and cons. Mm -hmm. You know, it's super amazing to like, you know, progress in the world and feel like you can create, um, you know, monetary value for your family or yeah. for, you know. Um, but also like it was, I didn't have a sense of community a lot. Mm. I didn't have a lot of boundaries a lot. Like I just wasn't sure what was what and I was like trying to figure it out in like real time. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. And We're, your parents are still together. They're still together. Um, like while, so yeah, they worked as engineers in Boston where my sister and I grew up. And then after they retired, um, well, actually, they were flipping houses in mm. Florida and Orlando. They like flipped like vacation homes cool. just for fun. Yeah. Um, and then like a month before the pandemic, they were on vacation in one of the homes and um, the pandemic happened. Um, and they were like, I guess we'll just stay. So now they live in like, they live in Orlando. They were like around the time of like gonna right, retire right, right. anyways. Um, and they now live in like, it's so weird. They like have these homes in Orlando where it's like meant for four, like four families to come together and go to Disney World. Like that's what right, they, right, yeah. Right, right, right. And it's like, so it's like a nine bedroom house. And like it's huge. Huge. Yeah. Now they live in one of those houses, just them two. And they're just like <laughs> and, traipsing and around just, a huge house. Yeah. And they're just hanging out in this huge house in Orlando. And I'm like, you just can buy like a, a normal sized house. Yeah, a house for you too. We don't have to clean nine bedrooms or whatever. Do but. they still have their house in Boston? No, they sold it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they just have their houses in Orlando. <laughs> That's so random. It's so random. And yeah, now they just like go on bike rides and like swim all day. And cute. They're so cute. The That's cutest really little kitties. Yeah. Okay. So now you're in high school. Okay. So yeah. You transferred. I transferred to high school. Yeah. This high school. Did, were you a good student? Did you feel because you witnessed like so much struggle and sacrifice? your parents went through, did that weigh on you as a teenager? Um, I was definitely a hard worker. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, because everything was up in the air, I was just, like, I found it so crazy that, first of all, I went to a very competitive, like, the high school I ended up at was, mm -hmm. like, very competitive. Mm. Like, they were, like, you must go to Ivy League or so, you are trash. That was my high school. That's insane. My high school was, like, dumb people go to Cornell. <laughs> You know, like yeah, yeah. That the, was sad, the, the sad, the sad Ivy, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Ivy in the woods. Um, no, truly, yeah, I, yeah, I just thought it was so crazy. I just didn't know who I was, what I wanted to be, what I, and I was feeling so much, like pent up energy. I didn't know where to put it, and I thought it was so crazy that this high school was like, you must be an AP computer science, you must learn calculus, AP calculus for who, and it's like. 
I don't even know who I am. I'm going to say right now, we need to end, unless you're like, you know how in, uh, when, uh, like, in a lot of other countries, you can go to, like, specialty schools, mm-hmm. like, you can go to a school that, like, focuses on, like, math and science. You can go right. to a school that focuses on, like, you know, literature and history and blah, blah, blah. Let's do that. Right. Why Why did we ever have to take AP Calculus? Why? Why? And it just stresses you out. Yes. And I'm just so busy just trying to become the person that I am. That's right. my main concern. Right. Like, I don't even know what I like yet. And you want me to do AP computer, AP calculus? Yeah. You're sick. sick. Like, you're psychotic. Robbing me of this precious time. Give me a, give me a second. Yeah, <laughs> before, Give me a second before you... As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Put triangles up. Was your high school big? It was fairly big, yeah. It was, I would say, like 400 per class. Did you have, like, was it clicky? It was very clicky. Um, and I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know. I was just, like, grasping at any identity that yeah. was there. I grew up a figure skater. I knew this. Yeah. So I was, like, in and out of school a lot. Like, I would go in the to the rink in the morning, come to school late, leave early to go skating. So Because you were like competitive. I was competitive. Full on. Which is like also psychotic. That's so crazy to like dedicate your entire life to like this idea of like maybe I'll go to the Olympics one day. But you know, people do it. <laughs> people do it. People do it. People and do like it. I always think about I stopped doing ballet right before it was getting into what was called release time, where you'd okay. get released from high school early to go right. t- to ballet class. Right. And ballet, similar to uh, figure skating, I actually think there, if you can believe this, it might be more opportunity in ballet than figure skating. Right, right. But it's again like one of those things where it's like okay, so what's what what are <laughs> what's the plan here? Right, right, right. And it's like I guess I'm gonna be a ballerina yeah, I guess so and good. then like you know join a company and then become right. a principal dancer and right. then like dance until I inevitably have to retire at 30 30 maybe before and like also not livable wages no. by the way no unless you're like dancing for one of the top companies in the world right right like it's crazy yeah and this is supposed to be your full. It is your full time job. Yeah, like the sa- you're getting the salary of like you're getting like forty k a year to be in like the core 
ballet (laughs) for like New York City ballet. Right, right, right. It like makes no sense. It makes no sense. And I feel like figure skating, it's probably way worse. It's way worse. I joined High School Musical after high school. So I did like High School Musical, the ice tour. Whoa. And then, um, yeah, you're able to make kind of the same way, like a career in like professional figure skating. And like like cruises. Cruises, Disney on Ice, Holiday on Ice in Europe. But it's the same kind of game. It's like you're not, I mean, the demand for figure skating isn't like, you're not going to be like Justin Bieber or whatever. Right. Do a leap. You know what I mean? Well, I have a demand for figure skating. Well, tell the public. Tell everybody out there. You know, Miss Katie (laughs) O'Brien, also a figure skater. I have quite a few figure skater friends and people in my life. Katie and I skated in the same rink. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That's Mm -hmm. really cool. And when we re-met out here, she was like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. Yeah. So did you have a skating community? I did, yeah. I had the skating club. But also it's very competitive there, too. You must go to the Olympics. You must go to nationals. And it's just like, can we just have fun? No one's here to have fun. No one cares about having fun. So you were a stressed out teen. Yeah, I was so anxious. But like it was the environment, like the just competitive nature of everything. And there's just like no room for levity. There was no room to be silly. There was no room for play. Everyone is like, you must do these things in order to achieve these things. And you're like, well, then what death? Like what is left? What if I don't? What if I, yeah, it's what happened to fun? (laughs) It's so interesting because you're so funny and like jovial and carefree. And I think that this goes for all of us. Yeah. Whenever, like, I'm deeply depressed, people are like, but you're so funny. Right. And you're always so fun. And I'm like, not today. Honey. Not today. (laughs) But do you think that, like, do you think that being an anxious teenager made you, the older you got, be like, fuck that? Yeah. I think even towards the end of my high school years i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna go yeah and i'm whatever man yeah yeah i'm never I, no matter how hard i try i'm never gonna be valedictorian i'm never gonna be yeah. at the olympics so like no, honey you're not a loser fuck it, okay fuck it, babe. you're not a loser going to the olympics truly true <laughs> only losers go to the only olympics. losers go to the olympics it's famous for that yeah true that's why we know it <laughs> That did is you, such yeah. That's so funny. Did you drink or do drugs or anything in high school? Um, I definitely towards the end of my high school experience, I drank. Mm-hmm. Um, some hypnotic in the car. Oh, you know we love hypnotic. Some the blue bottle in the car. Um, but I, there is this thing that I don't know how it started, but I think it was my by accident. Uh, but I remember there was a time where I think it was like sophomore year or maybe even junior. I had a friend who she would drive me, we would carpool together and she would drive me home and she like accidentally hit a trash can with her car, an empty trash can. Oh my God. I was waiting for you to be like, and she accidentally hit a person. No, no. And then we had to drag and hide the body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my own. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the thrill of that, I don't know how to explain it. It was just so funny to like hit a trash can with her mom's car. Yeah. And so that's what we did. Like we we were like, I was like, do it again. That's so funny. And we used to like, so Sharon's like a a rather large town and there's different trash days for each neighborhood. And we know all the trash days and we'd go to each neighborhood and just hit trash cans 
with her mom's car. Would you? Would, did you fuck up the car? <laughs> yeah, eventually she got into huge trouble, and her mom was like, "Um, what? why are you are, are ramming you, over trash cans? Are you hitting deer with my car?" And you guys weren't high. You just no. Was so that's funny. how we got high. Like everyone would go and like smoke, or everyone would go and drink, and we'd go and hit trash cans with her mom's car. Okay, isn't that psychotic? That's no, so it's sick. not because that's to me very teenager. There was a right. boy who also with his mom's car was like, we're doing trash can bowling and they would stack trash cans up in an alleyway okay, and then like plow through <laughs> it in his mom's car. And I think he like cracked a windshield. Sure, I yeah. could be making that up, no. but I remember being like- Very likely. Yeah, when you're ramming through a wall of trash cans. Right, 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 right. But when you're a teenager, you're like, this is so fucking sick. It was the funniest thing. Yes. I think it's my favorite joke to this day. I don't think I've heard a funnier joke than you hitting. You should just like start driving around LA hitting trash hitting cans. Hitting trash cans with a yes, car. knocking them out. The rush you get, I don't know. It's the same, I think, as like hitting mailboxes with like a bat. It's the, just like You know what I've never done, though. but I would love to do it. Okay. Smash a window with a bat. <laughs> I think you should do it. This life is short. It's too. I mean, this life just is smash so, one little window. Just do like, it. What? Maybe we, like try like a rage room. Have you been to one of those? Here's what I'm scared about rage rooms. Okay. Well, I guess I'd, I'd want to be alone in there. Like, yeah. I don't want other people because it gets crazy. Because it gets scary. People get yeah. Like yeah. people get they like, can't control animal themselves. Yeah. Comes out right. Um, I would, but I just want a piece of glass. You okay. know what I mean? I just yeah. want it to fucking shatter. Right, 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 right. Like, I dug my key into <laughs> the side. Like, I want to, like, you know, do you ever fantasize about that? Of, like, smashing something? Yeah, like, vandalizing a car. That's, yeah. That's, like, of, of a nemesis. Oh, um... <laughs> May- no, what if I I've so never. Specific? I've never. What if I'm like, yeah. do you ever fantasize about vandalizing a My 2004 kind of tealy green BMW with tan interior? Yeah, that's in a driveway from 4:30 to 7:30. Yeah, with the license week. plate yeah. number uh, 4XBBDL9. Yeah. I yeah, I guess I have. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess yeah. So hypnotic, no smoking. No, sm- I'm terrible. I I want to be a smoker, but I'm not. It's good. It's, no, I mean, and sometimes that's. I'm not. I used to be. Yeah. Hardcore stoner. Okay. Now can't touch the stuff. I can't even. I, I get tweak too out. high. I get. Me I'm, too. I, I'm like I would like to get down. It's like ground how. control to Major Tom. Oh my god. But I, scary. It's scary. Even gummies for me. I can't do it. I want to. I. Oh my god. How, how do you feel about mushrooms? No, not really? for me. Really? It's NFM. I want to, but. A little dose, a little microdose. Maybe I haven't. Yeah, I haven't microdosed it. Maybe. I yeah, you know, you got to be microdosing. Are you kidding me? I'm <laughs> not. Like, as I always say, I'm not trying to see my dead mother. Pop it. I'm popping them. Yeah. No. No, I took a gummy and I saw a parasite, and it was the worst experience. Well, that's of my just no, horrid. Stupid. Stupid. That's stupid. Stupid little boy. Did you have any romantic relationships in high school? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Well, like, so I came out when I was 13. I figure skating is, as you can imagine, very gay. It is. It's the way the <laughs> way that when Adam Rapon was revealed as the first openly gay Olympian, I was like, first. Yeah, honey. What was that? Twenty eighteen. It's uh, that's twenty twenty. I, I just like, don't I can't believe it. Well, I'm also just like to me. I'm like I thought we were assuming that 
allowed unless to be otherwise. Well, yeah, yeah, unless unless otherwise. You yeah. actually need to specify if you're straight. That's what I'm saying. Like if the first, yeah, openly straight male figure skater would be more groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it was a very gay community at the skating club of Boston. Mm. A lot of people running around horny. There is no one hornier in the world than a figure skater. Let me tell you. Tell me. There are, if you've been to a figure skating competition, everyone's just humping everyone. Come. Dry, come, dry hump, every, it's crazy. And you're in like outfits where you can see dicks. It's, it's re, everyone's so horny. It's crazy. And what happens? Do people fuck? People fuck. People fuck. Like, you know how they say like the Olympic Village? It's like yeah. it's like that. It's like every figure skating competition, everyone is like winding, grinding, smashing. Yeah, swallowing. Control. They want it all. Gobble everywhere. me, swallow Gobble. me, drip down inside of me. Truly, up inside everywhere. Wow. Yeah. So I like the figure skating competitions is where like I would experiment with other boys. So like a little smooch, a, a little, little smooch, a little dry hump, a little. Laugh and giggle and tickle. Yeah, sure. Laugh and giggle and tickle. You know what I mean. Um, and then eventually I joined the theater, uh, theater in high school, and there were some like gay boys in there where we like used to like kiss in like the the lighting booth and stuff. That's like that. cute. Isn't that so cute? That's very high school. Very high school. What yeah. were your productions like? Were you the star? Oh, no. Well, the thing is that in high school, I knew I wanted to be a performer um, in some capacity, but I'm wildly untalented. <laughs> no, you're no. not. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If you've heard, if you could hear me sing, if you could watch me, I can dance, but like not like a dancer. Like I can like move. Well, you can move. You're a figure skater. I know, but like it's like ice specific. Like I can like move on the ice. I also think that like, Figure skaters are ice gymnasts. Does Copy. that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like perfect it's because you guys are flipping. Yeah, you're twisting. Right, right. You're doing like footwork that to me is more aligned with gymnasts. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And less so because it always would be like dance ice dancers, and I'm like, it's not really. I don't know. It's more like, yeah, you have to have rhythm, but it's I think. I'm not going to say more athletic than dancing. It's like you just do more flips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have rhythm, but it, it's not the first thing. You, right. Yeah. You know, it's like when you hire Newsies on, like, Newsies on Broadway. It's like yeah. dancers first, sing yeah. second. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that's that vibe. Okay, so you can't yeah. sing, you can't dance. Can't sing, can't dance. But I wanted to be a performer in some way. So I would, like, join the, you know, the, the productions. And I did a mediocre, mediocre to terrible job. Usually, what were but, the productions? Um, Susical the musical. Okay. Um, you I, never hear people doing Susical the musical in high school. Okay, I love Susical the musical. I know right. it's wildly unpopular, but and I I just loved some of the music, and I really love the idea of like Aaron Carter like in a sink or whatever he was. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. Why not? It's it's like I love like whimsy like that, like yeah. dumb tacky whimsy like cats i love cats why not it's so sick it's so i mean i love their little outfits yeah little out it's so psychotic it is just like the story actually makes no sense there is no story yeah it's bizarre (laughs) seven hours long yes it's every the railway cat also the what is it called the just the the just jezebel jezebel Mm -hmm. the who was like the bad boy cat uh, McCavity. Yeah. Oh wait. Um, Rum Tum Tugger is like the bad guy. Oh no. The McCavity is like the 
evil villain cat. And then um, Rum Tub Tugger was like the Elvis type. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was sexy. He's like, I'm really sexy. And yeah. I'm sing to you. And everyone's like purring around him. Yeah. And, like horny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like throbbing. Yeah. But also the evil cat, like what was his deal? He was just like mad. I don't know. That's he was what... like mad that they all had to like live on the street. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe it's like a um, if it was like an X-Men metaphor, it'd be like all of the cats are like in the X-Men and then he's Magneto. OK. Yeah. You know, but he's why like is upset. Magneto mad again? He's just mad at the way that people treat. They have him and Professor Xavier have uh, different. Oh, yeah. Magneto views. is like X-Men need to take over the world. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're never going to respect us. So right. why respect them? Right. Let's you know, take our place. And Professor X is like... We can coexist. Yeah. Yeah. Bumper sticker, coexist. Yeah. I mean, Magneto is like, in his like plastic wheelchair. That's Professor X. Oh, that's Professor X. (laughs) Plastic wheelchair. Oh, (laughs) Professor X has a plastic wheelchair when he goes to Magneto because Magneto would... I remember now. Right, right, right. all coming back. Wow. I loved those movies in high school. I loved them. Um, I think X Men Two was so so good. I, Do you I'm remember that? Watch. Okay, yeah. It's problematic because you know Brian Singer, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. Um, but X Men Two with like I think this the main character's name is Stryker. I think it's the same guy who in Succession is like the dad in Succession. Brian Cox. Brian Cox is like the main character in X Men Two, and X Men Two is so good. I'm gonna watch. You must, must, and it's like um, Rebecca Romaine is uh, is Mystique. Mystique. It's yeah. We have a plus. We have Halle Berry as Storm. Halle Berry as Storm. We have Anna Paquin as Rogue. Mm-hmm. James Marsden. James Marsden mm-hmm. as Cyclops. Us naming the whole. Yeah. We just spend the whole time naming cast members of X Men. James Marsden of Jury Duty fame. Um. Here's my question. Sure. Do you have a, a memory from high school where when you look back, you're like, wow, that is so Tommy in high school? I wrecked my mom's car in high school. How? And that is so me. Like that How is. How did you do it? When, like if you were to ask. OK, so in high school, I didn't really have like I was saying, I was like, I don't have like an identity. I was just like any group. I was like just more you were like a floater. Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. Yeah. You're Mystique. Mystique. You're the Mystique of high school. Yeah. Could go into, you know, any group and be fine. And, uh, but I was, I loved Paris Hilton so much. It was like around, well, The Simple Life was 2002, 2003, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but I was just like so enamored with Paris and Nicole. I mean, let's and, talk about it. Okay. I'm, I'm obsessed. Simple, Simple Life season two, Road Trip. Probably one of the most brilliant TV shows ever made. I can't think of one better. Name one better. And the way that they so seamlessly knew the characters they had to be. Yeah. Like those are their creations. Yeah. That's live performance. They were, they knew exactly the camera was here. They knew that they had to do a job, but then they knew that the job had to, they had to do it in their character. Ugh. Nicole you is, can't. I mean, Paris. Obviously, but like I feel like Nicole does not get enough love for being number one, funny as fuck. She's so funny. And number two, like some of her looks on that show were so chaotic (laughs) and crazy. Like I've never seen somebody who is at such a young age so self-aware. Yeah. You know, you see her performance on Simple Life. It's kind of like when you see like behind the scenes with like Lindsay Lohan on Parent Trap. Right. And she's like so aware that she's talking to herself, quote yeah. unquote, or whatever. 
it's like the same thing with Paris and Nicole when they were on camera. They're like they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, they're not playing games. Honey. No, honey. And I was and I was hooked, enamored. So good. It was so good. And so I really much invested in the Paris Hilton like thing. I um, had a sidekick too, bedazzled, obviously. Jessica Tour, obviously. Yeah. Um, I like had like juicy couture like tracksuit I was like very much living that life I think it was like junior year of high school I was I like love that big sunglasses Louis bag like I was like that girl were you getting spray tans getting spray tans or tanning bed rather yeah I was like doing it all and then um my parents would let me bleach my hair but I would have like wow I was like living that like I plucked want eyebrows no, I very bushy. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. You never know. Couldn't be bushier. You never know. Um, yeah, so I was like living that life, and I was like listening to her album, her premiere album, her only album, her only in album, Paris. And um, I don't think I was texting and driving um, for legal. On reasons. the sidekick for legal reasons. Also, texting on the sidekick without two hands impossible. Impossible. So it would be at the front of the wheel. Yeah, like uh, the wheel would. Yeah. Oh, you'd I, be holding onto the wheel. Yeah, with the sidekick but the like, thing in my face this. was not the road. Yeah. It'd be the sidekick. The sidekick. Yeah. And um, the stop sign was hidden of, uh, you know. And mind you, uh, during my driver's test, I ran a stop sign. So, like, this is obviously a habit that I right, have of right. running stop signs. Um, and I've passed. So this seems like the state's fault. <laughs> it is. Mine. It is. Um, and I, yeah, I went into the intersection. And I hit a car going that didn't have a stop sign. Oh, no. Um, and so it was rainy and dreary, obviously. And I hit them and the car was totaled. I was only going about like 30. They were going pretty fast. Come to find out everyone in that car is wasted. Absolutely drunk. Like th- there was four people in the car. Um, everyone was drunk. The driver was like the least drunk out of all, of all of them. I come out in my like Burberry like umbrella. Yes. Little like I think I had those like furry UGG boots. You know Love. like those, you know those like yeah. Where you like roll it over and or like the la- the um the seams were furry. Oh no, it was like all blue for like a Muppet hair. It was like oh, Mariah I Carey. Love that. I'll pull the photo later. Like it's like Mariah Carey kind of. Yeah, and big I was boot. Big boot, like knee high. Yeah. Oh and I God. and I like went up to the wrecked car and I was like, "Are you guys okay?" Like in my like little outfit. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Oh my God!" And then everyone grabbed all of their booze and like ran away, and except for the driver. Yeah. Were they teenagers? They were teenagers. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So then, what happened when the cops came? We all went to the hospital. Everyone was fine. We all went to the hospital just to get checked for whiplash and what whatnot, and or internal bleeding. And yeah, I didn't tell anybody about that um, like situation. And then they just gave me their insurance because I kept my mouth shut about the situation. So. Wow! And you know what? Sometimes it does pay to keep that fucking mouth closed, honey. If we didn't learn that lesson watching Succession. Yeah, so that was yeah, they, that was like typical. It was like, no, that's about right. Tommy got what? Tommy total mom's car. Yeah, that's about right. Was like, your mom pissed? Yeah, pissed. Couldn't. I mean, happy that I was safe, but like, are you joking? What kind like, of car was it? Um, it was like a Nissan, two thousand. But it kept you safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Honey, that's that. Nissans and Volvos. I'm here for. Yeah, it. yeah. Safe cars. Safe cars. Safe cars. Oh yeah, it was chill. God. Isn't that crazy? Knock, knock, knock. Is that a door knock I hear? Hello. Why, yes, it is. Hello. (laughs) I I need to see that. (laughs) I need to see that TikTok. Um, 
Welcome to the High School Guidance Counselor's Office. Hi. In this section of the podcast, you get to rectify a wrongdoing of your high school past. Okay. You get to say fuck you to someone or apologize to someone. Okay. Or you can do both. And then after you get this off your chest, you're cleansed and you never need to be haunted by kind of high school trauma ever again. Huge. Huge. Whoa. This is the only place on earth. I should have come here before. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, sooner. Um, I guess the obvious one, I did have a high school bully. I guess the obvious one is, uh, can I say the F slur? He called me a faggot. Yeah, you can say any word you want. Okay, great. Perfect. Yeah. He called me the, he called me a faggot daily. What? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, I was. I mean, at the time, not, and by the way, not making excuses for this bully, but for (laughs) people. It was Greta. The bully was Greta. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, hmm. uh, Well, I didn't say it every day. (laughs) Yeah, listen. Listen, Listen, I didn't say it on Sundays. Um, That word was constant. Constant. It was constant in movies and culture it was like every joke in the hangover is that word that word yeah not that i'm saying i'm just i just mean to say it was like something that was around all the time yeah and i (laughs) i mean he used it in derogatory well yes Yes. no i like no one's using that word no one's being like i thought you were trying to be like well i what if he was joking and you're like no, misreading I'm, I'm the like whole being, situation? I'm like being, I'm like <laughs> apologizing for him. I'm like, well, well you understand listen. he was watching Bradley Cooper say it. Right, so, so. <laughs> no, I mean like it was always, it was like, I think it was a word that people like, it was, it's such a bad word. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that people hmm. also had this feeling though of being like, I'm oh, I'm going to well, use it yeah. to like shock. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, he called me a faggot every day, and I was, like, obviously hurt by it. Well, yeah. Um, It was very hurtful. Um, But also, like, now, sitting here with you, it's kind of like, how is he so perceptive? Do you know what I mean? Because I am a faggot. Right. Like, that's correct. Like, I identify as a faggot. So... I would like to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> for showing me for, my true self. For being correct. Yeah. I yeah, wonder truly. if he is one, two. Yeah, I, that is, I don't know where he is. I don't know. Because. I, I don't, yeah, I don't keep up with him. But um, I wonder if he's doing well, if he's okay. <laughs> If you're out there, call and me. We, and we send peace and blessings to this bully. Peace and blessings. No, fuck him. Fuck him at the time. I would, you know, just poetically, I would love to see where he is now. Just as I'm, we I'm can curious. Look him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can look him up after. I mean, it's interesting. When I first started doing this podcast, I was like, oh, this section, we can like really look up these people like, right. on, air, on air as a recording. And then I'm like, no, that could get really sticky and like yeah. really bad. But. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck bullies. Yeah, huge. It's just like, why? Like, he would say it to you every day, and it's like, okay, like, what's your point? Yeah. But when you're a teenager, you don't have that, like, muscle. You're just, like, hurt. Right, right. Whereas now, if someone said that to you every day, you would be like, you'd be like, why the fuck are you saying this to me? (laughs) Right, right. I think, um, I mean, this can get really heady, but, like, it's like, if you... I think it's just like unrecycled like hate or unrecycled negative yeah, energy. He yeah. doesn't know where to put it. Right. So we put it on the easiest thing. Right. 
which was me because right. I was in heels or I was in fur yuck boots. Oh, I want you to know? talk about. Well, we're, we'll get to that when I ask you the next question. Okay. Um, do you have anything you would like to apologize for? Um, I apologize Being absolutely for absolutely fabulous. Totally, my mom's car. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, wiped my hands of it and never had to, like, repay. You know, right. everything and was taken care of. Being and, a teen is nice. Yeah, and I was like, whoop. Comes with perks. A, 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 just a whoopsie. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oops. Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I get another sidekick? You know, yeah. sidekick absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Did you get another sidekick? I didn't after that. I think I got the chocolate foam. I had the chocolate. Razor? Maybe? I had the white chocolate. Uh, I had the black one. I <laughs> loved it. Yeah. I loved ringbacks. <laughs> Me. Oh, my God. What was yours? She bangs. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I did like <laughs> I had a few ring back tones. Okay. That was so fun to call someone and like listen yeah, to Yeah, just like hang out. Yeah. And remember when you could like b- remember when you could buy ringtones that were songs? Yes. Yep. I had like a no doubt one. Oh my god. I had um, like I'm just a girl. Oh, is that just Gwen Stefani? That no, no, no that's no doubt. Oh, that's no doubt. I also yeah. had cool. I know <gasps> cool. I'm obsessed with cool. And like the ringtone was like ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like a MIDI, like yeah, MIDI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like instrumental. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Do do do. It was like <laughs> it was so bad. I love cool. Yeah, cool, cool is was great. Such a good song. Nine. Yeah. It's. Well, now I'm thinking, now I'm singing a different song. Wait, no, 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 no. I know we're cool. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yes. Cool. And yes. then, but I just started singing that uh, What's Her Face song. Lying in mountain, I lay in bed and think of you. Donna. Time after time. Yeah. Time after time. It's like the song from um, uh, Romy Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ringbacks. I loved a ringback. I love a ringback. I think I had like Ying Yang twins as my ringback. <laughs> I think Huge. I did. Really? I, yeah. Something like that. Definitely. Oh my God, I'm spilling all your Or like, remember when you would also, when like the default ringback was Vivaldi? Yes. Yes. Do, 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 do. do you remember that? <laughs> that was like the default ringback tone. Yeah, Vivaldi. And then I think what is that um the one they use on the comeback with Lisa Kutro? She has like the Oh. Is it I think it's a Christmas song. It probably is. Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. Ring back tones. Ring back. I also think I did Hollaback Girl. I love Hollaback Girl. Yeah. Oh my god. Few times I've been around that track. So it's, like, it's not just gonna, gonna happen like that. that. Ain't no hollaback. Yeah. To spell out bananas was huge. Yeah. Epic. <laughs> and the kids losing their mind yeah no i used to you know how you have to run the mile yeah i used to walk the mile just yeah. so i can listen to that song yeah i would be the last one to cross the finish line the power and i talked about this with x mayo who was on the show the power of spelling huge in a song yeah huge, huge. we talk about it a lot with rappers and r&b artists that spell their names like puff daddy right. and usher right but like spelling a word, like B A N A N A S. Yeah. The kids lose their mind. I I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't they can't get over handle it. it. I couldn't handle it. It's too powerful. That was one of the songs. I was like, oh my god, hopping your girl. pussy to bananas. Hopping your pussy. <laughs> In like gym class. B A N A N A S. Like oh my it's god. so perfect. No, I'm gonna cry. I think thinking about it. You should. <laughs> I dare you. Can you imagine? I'm like cry. 
<laughs> I'm like getting so hot. I'm getting so hot. You're like, I told you I can't no, perform. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm a bad performer. What do you think? Okay. Um, Tevi, do we have a classmates corner? Yes, we also, do. Also, will you guys, for the love of Christ, write us in, please? Write us in at oh. SeniorSuperlativesPod at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I know you're out there. And while you're at it, go and get tickets to my show at the Elysian <laughs> Theater on June 19th and 20th in Los Angeles and also in New York City on July 27th. Okay, Tevi, what's our classmates' corner? This is coming out after both of those shows. So I hope oh, just people kidding. went and enjoyed. Um, okay, so this is from Carson. Carson says, hey, Greta. I just wanted to give a big old fuck you to my parents for not caring about my mental well-being at all through high school. There aren't many people with the power to help you access care when you're in high school, so they should have stood the fuck up and helped. As a queer kid in central Missouri, high school was fucking hard. The only help I ever got was from them. The only help I ever got from them was quote unquote biblical counseling for my same sex attractions. It's so hard to know my parents' love is so conditional. They should have stopped riding God's dick so hard and cared for me. So, yeah, fuck my parents. I'm grateful for the pod. Thanks, Greta. Oh. Oh. You sound great now. <laughs> I agree. Parents, like, <clears throat> man, it's really fucking tough. Yeah. It's hard. Because, like, I think the heartbreaking thing about parents is, you know, a lot of them don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. And then especially when you have parents that won't help you or don't fundamentally accept something extremely important about you. Right. It's heartbreaking and it's like and and it's and it's betrayal. And yeah. I'm I'm really I'm really sorry. Uh, my parents were the same when I came out to them. They were they took it very very hard. They're not religious. Mm. Um and but they were they had this dream of like who I was going to be, mm. who my sister was going to be. And I think out of I'm not saying this as your parents, but the, out of everything, they were like just scared that they were they just wanted the best for me. And they wanted they were just fearful that they being gay that, you know, at the time I thought was a choice uh, was not the best thing to do you know just the not the safest way to be right there's so many people who hate you and are against you and want you to not succeed um but hopefully they're open to you know uh my parents and i now are great because they were open to the fact that and i was very like stubborn and i should be obviously about my sexuality if that's you know the truth but they are they were very uh i was very adamant about like this is who i am and if you don't love it, then I'm that's heartbreaking. But this is who I am. And they were very open to the fact that they their dream can shift. Yeah. And um, our love can grow in a way that they maybe not have. Maybe they didn't imagine. Yeah. Um, so that is my kind of hope for you. I know it. It does suck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. They, you know, they should support you, of course, obviously. Um, but. I think that hopefully you can move on from it and grow in yeah. a way that's like different from what you can both imagine and hopefully it's beautiful in the end. Well said. We love you. We love you. Thank you for listening. Um, Tommy, yeah. if you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Whoa. Um, to my younger self? Mm-hmm. 
your anxiety is real, it does not get better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're right to be anxious. Yeah, yeah you're right. To, it does not get better. No. Um, I, again, I just wish I knew at the time. And I did later, later in high school. But like, it's not that serious. Mm. It's so chill. Like, force yourself if you can to have room for levity because that's what this life's about have some breathing room you don't it doesn't matter if you achieve xyz who cares like just have fun in the moment and that's what it's all about um yeah and just like fuck it like that's so like even like when you have when i had crushes in high school it was like so intense like i'd be like this if this boy doesn't love me back i will die right you know what i mean well feelings are also so big when you're a teenager yes and you just don't know where to put it right but the reality is first of all you're just uneducated and right. you don't have perspective of like how big the world is and how different your life can be or what it can look like so that's why that is like that but like the person that you're pining over is usually some loser yeah Right? Like, yeah. it's just some loser named, like, Dave or whatever. Yeah. Who, like, probably doesn't vote or a something. fucking <laughs> loser named Dave who doesn't vote. You know? That's yeah. usually who you're putting all yeah. of your energy into. Yeah. And the reason why you're so attracted to him in a lot of ways at that age mm -hmm. is because, like, the environment around you, like, says that that person is hot. Right. You know? Like, right. he didn't decide that he's hot. Right. He's not, like... People are, like, telling you he's hot, so now you're, like, okay, yeah. well, I think you're hot. Yeah, people, society, whatever it might be, yeah. and then you want him because then you'll feel validated if he likes you back. That's really what that is. Yeah. Honey. Say that. Honey. So, <clears throat> like, he didn't decide anything, or he didn't achieve anything yet, you know? So just be chill, have fun, laugh. Mm. Um, It's important. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting serious, teen. I feel like you were a serious teen. Oh, my God. I was so serious. I was so, like, I will achieve. I mean, it was, like. But you did. Yeah, I definitely felt like I did. But the pressure of, like, my parents came to this country right. and, like, I must not, I must uh, bring honor to my family. I mean, straight so up. So intense, you know. But I think that that's not what it's about. Do you still still feel like, because I know that. I was just having a conversation last night with my friend about how, like, I am the hardest person on myself. Yeah. I am my toughest critic. I am my right. biggest bully. I am my... Right. I am so fucking hard on myself. Right. And it's something that I know has been with me since I was a teen. Right. That's, like, learned behavior. Yes. And it's been something that I've spent so much time trying to deprogram myself of. Right. Because like, it is good to have a healthy dose of that. Right. But then you can come to a point where you're like, okay, Greta, this isn't helpful. Like, you're just like being fucking crazy. Right. For no reason to yourself. Right. And being mean to yourself. Right. And like, what are, what are you getting out of this? Right. It's like when you are so self-critical, you step on your own toes. Yes. You're stopping yourself from being the person that you think you are. Correct. All of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely do feel that way, and I often remind myself. I find myself doing, is this so, like, even in terms of, like, writing or work yeah. or any of that stuff, it's like, there are, you know, there Wonder Woman 2 was made. Right. And it's a terrible movie. Yeah. And it somehow saw the light of day. Yeah. And... There's so much stuff, and not to compare work or whatever, but you see things like that, and you're like, well, I could do that. Yeah. 
I don't know why I'm so upset. I could do that. I know. Like, I, you know, I, yeah. I, in my head, I'm like, I want it to be perfect or I want it to be a thing. But it's like, well, I can do that. Do you feel that you've, that you like know who you are? I, yes, in that I am, I like where I am now and I'm comfortable with growing into whatever is, I'm accepting of whatever might come. That's good. Yeah. Like I'm I feel like I my heart breaks for people that look back at themselves in high school. Yeah. And have the feeling of being like, "Wow, I I was really I really was like the person I wanted to be then." Right. Right. But I think I mean again, I'm not a therapist. In fact, I, you know, a college dropout. So like <laughs> don't listen to anything I say. <laughs> but I think that a lot of high school or a lot of peaking in high school, it's like the perfect scenario yeah. for you to be that way. Yeah. You know, and the work that you did wasn't necessarily your work. Right. I don't want to call anyone who peaked in high school lazy. That's that's not what I'm trying <laughs> to do here. That's not what I'm trying to do. But I'm just saying that like uh, I didn't peak in high school. In fact, I was like an anxious little uneducated loser. Yeah. You know, and it's taking me a long time to realize that like I have to be the one to create the environments around me in which I feel like I can provide community or service yeah. or be helpful and kind. So I think that that's if people see themselves peaking in high school, I think maybe they should look to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to me. Did you? Did you peak in high school? Fuck no, no, you didn't. No, you did. I. I mean, I definitely was we were very cool in high That's school. That's what I'm saying. There's no. But there's I, no way that you weren't ever not cool at a period in your life. I mean, I think I always. I think I went through a weird thing of like. I always felt cool and like I always felt cool and like I and I like I knew myself but then in high school toward the end of high school I went through a breakup that like shook me to my core right and like made me question my whole identity made right. me question if I was a good person right made me question if I was like it sounds so silly because I was so young, but it made right. me really wonder, like, do I deserve good things? Am I a good sure, person? Like, sure. am I, like, you know, and I think that that's something that we all, most of us strive to be as a good person. Yeah. And I think I've, I've I got into a cycle of trying to, like, overcompensate. Copy, yeah. Um. So I felt that way, and then I felt like I got cool again, and then I kind of went through, uh, you know, when I when my mom died, when I was like twenty one, twenty two. That was it. That those are like the two moments in my life where I like, you know, felt like my foundation of right myself Your reality was, was shattered and broken. <clears throat> right, and I feel like. In some ways, this business that we're in reminds me a lot of high school mm -hmm. because we feel uh, when there are popular people, we feel when there are the cool kids, mm -hmm. we feel when there are the overachievers, like in all these kind of right. pockets of our business. Yeah. So there's 
sometimes I and I I, I feel this way less and less the older I get. Thank God. Right. But like it is the kind of thing where it makes it can take you back to that place of being like is the person I am good enough? Like, mm. am I making the right decisions for my future? It like kind of takes right. me back at least to this sort of adolescent stage where right. sometimes I'll get reflective and I'll be like, right. am I cool enough? To, like, am I, you know, hip enough? Am I, am I interesting enough? Am I, and, and those are all to me very childish feelings. Right. I but I think too, I think there's something to be said about resilience. Yeah. Like there's something to be said about like you were in those dark moment two dark moments of your life where you, it's just like earth chattering and you still managed to be cool after it. It's yeah. not during, you know, like totally. It's like so like amazing to see somebody see a problem and not not be like, Well, it doesn't mean anything to me and like be but just like be broken by it yeah. to feel it. It is so uncool not to accept hardship, yeah. pain, yeah. trauma. That's uncool. It's also uncool to not like, it's uncool to yourself yeah. to let you live in it for forever. That is true. You know? Yeah, sure. But I think that once you can feel it and you like, you can grow from it, yeah. I think it's just so, it's cool to look at, to take a hard look in the mirror because so many people don't. Yeah. Honey, I give myself a hard look in the mirror Honey, every it's, single day. If I can say anything, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard, baby. Did you go to your senior prom? I did, yes. What did you wear? Um, I wore champ- a tux, champagne color. I love that. That's our first champagne colored tux on the show. Um, uh, yeah, and I went with my friend Emily, who's really cool. Um, I asked her on a cake. Um, yeah. Promposals, like, I feel like that was very our generation that started Promposals, that. yeah. And I got her a matching corsage and, yeah. Love it was, it. Yeah, and it was very, like, I think my middle school years, I was very much, I mean, early high school years, I was very bullied for being gay. But as soon as I was like, I'm gay. I don't have to tell you. Like, yeah. that's how a That's it. Girly. Crumble. I'm gay. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else was like, okay, I guess he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how people are like trying to insult you? Like, you're gay. And you're like, yeah, it's like, yes, I am. Well, what are we going to do now? And here we are. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> once I came out and was felt like I could be myself and was myself ish at the time, um, everyone was just like cool with. It and I was cool with it and it was just nice to like have a group of friends to like hang out with like junior Love senior that. year yeah that's it's nice. pretty rock star it's pretty it, it honestly it is rock star <laughs> I love saying rock star yeah um did you have a favorite outfit in high school that was like this is Tommy I gotta say the blue furry Ugg boots yeah they were knee high Knee high, like I'll show them to you. They're were you in a tight pant? Tight, skinny jeans. Yeah. Um, and then it was around the time where people were wearing double collars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, a polo on uh, underneath a shirt, a t-shirt. Love it. You know, kind of vibe, roll up the sleeves. Yeah. Kind of New England vibe, I guess. Cute, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like the girls would wear like a denim skirt and like chic. two. Yeah. And bring, chic. That's it. That's yeah. like that's my summer look. Yeah. Long chomp bag and UGG boots. Like if if you don't have the long chomp, <laughs> long chomp. you actually are a loser. Yeah, you're a loser. <laughs> Invest in a long chomp. I, okay, here's the thing. I want to get a long chomp mini for my summer. I think they're coming. Uh, no one else do it. <laughs> you already. Yeah. I already busted it. Yeah. Um, 
And last but not least, did you have a senior superlative? I did. I think I got best dressed, but I think that's just a nice way of saying faggot. (laughs) 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 That's a nice way of being like, well, I still give you best dressed. Thank you very much. Thank you. Me subliminally calling you that word. Yeah. Me looking. You are best dressed. You are best dressed. That's right. That's what I thought. Best dressed when you walked in. (laughs) Best dressed wrists. Best dressed. (laughs) That's what I thought. Tommy, this has been such... I literally laughed so hard, I just gave myself a stomach cramp. Oh, my God. Tommy... We're going to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, oops, got to go to the hospital. Sorry, guys. Um, Thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you so much for having me. Where can everyone find you and follow you and laughy, laugh, laugh at your videos? Because I'll tell you what, oh. you are you are joyous now. Thank you. Levity. Levity, levity on fleek. Le- <laughs> All I want is levity. Why can't I say fleek? Levity on fleek. Okay. Is when, fleek when not was, allowed? Am I going to get canceled for saying fleek? No, it's not bad. You think it's embarrassing. You think it's chuggy. When was fleek a big word? Two thousand. Fleek was. That's on fleek, was it, honey. Yeah, that's on fleek. Two thousand sixteen. What's the new fleek, mother? Mother, but mother's on its way out. Everyone's overusing mother. What's up now? That's mother. What do we think is? What is the word of the summer? Oh, I don't know. Oh my god. It was slay for so long. Slay, mother. Cunt. Yeah, cunt is so funny. I, love I, don't, I mean, cunt. I don't, I'm you so scared I to like say to it, say even though lot. I just did. I like to say the word diva. <laughs> I like hi, to say, diva. Yeah, hi, diva. Hi, diva. Yeah. Um, I love saying, okay, diva. Yeah. I think mine lately has been, hey, girly. I like girly. Hi, girly. I'm Diva, you're girly. Okay, girly, And together, girl. that's on fleek. That's on fleek, 2016. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. Fleek. Fleek, the year what, of fleek. What does it even mean? Like hot? That's yeah, hot? Yeah, like that's on fleek, like that's on point. Like that's, that's on right? point. Isn't that what it means? Yeah. Did you ever say fleek, Debbie? No. You're, t- you're what is too your good word? to say it. No, it was, I was just older as it was coming up. I'm, we're older than you. <laughs> what's, what's your, your word? word word of the summer oh my god yeah what is your word of the summer I don't know you're putting me on the spot okay we'll give you 10 seconds <laughs> 10 9 8 bop. bop bop that's a bop yeah but not like about music that's bop oh, oh you, oh, you want to say that's bop wow that's Oh, that's very innovative. Bop, bop is good. You like, you're like, you're like, this sandwich is bop, and people are gonna be like, you mean bomb, and you're like, no, bop. You're gonna say bop, cunt. (laughs) 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 This this sandwich is bop, cunt. I mean, honestly, I mean, dead is like, I'll, I think dead is gonna like outlast everything. Like, I'm dead. I'm dead. Dead. Oh my god, I'm so dead. Dead for it. Die for it. Dead. It's just because it's like the nth degree. You know what I like What's to say? Left? I'm post-mortem. I'm post-mortem, honey. <laughs> I'm Riga. Diva, I'm, I'm, Riga. Po- I'm post-mortem with that bop, girly. <laughs> um, wow, that's a really good sentence. Yeah. Wordsmith. Wordsmith. At Tommy Doe. Hi. That's it. That's it. Thank you for having me. At Tommy Doe. Oh, at oh, at Tommy two underscores Doe. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, we're not. No, I've ha- I've been Tommy underscore underscore Doe, mm-hmm. y'all. But you already, I already know you follow. You already follow, follow the diva. Please follow or unfollow if you're getting sick of it. That's really cool too. Can you change it to Tommy Diva Doe? <laughs> you imagine just like pivot like a hard diva Tommy Doe. Tommy Diva Doe. Yeah. Diva Tommy Doe. Yeah, maybe. Why not? Could on the be. way home. On the way home. <laughs>
<laughs> notification. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to my perfect podcast. Please come and see me live in New York City on July 27th. Um, July, we'll have July 12th? 27th. Okay. I love how I'm questioning you about your... I thought... Cause you're, like, you're like, no, Greta. No, it's, it's July, July 12th. 12th. No, it's July 27th. 2-7. <laughs> a blessed number. Um, and, you know, I hope wherever you are, put on sunscreen. Yeah. Put, don't put your face in the sun. No, be gentle. Be gentle. Remember to put sunscreen on the tops of your hands. The tops of your hands and mm. your neck mm-hmm. shows age. Yes. So yes. you want to know why Dolly's always wearing gloves? You want to know why Paris is always wearing gloves? Yes. They don't want you to see their age. Their age. It's so huge. moisturize, sunscreen, yeah. stay hydrated, and most importantly, stay cool, never change. Until next time, ciao. Cool for the summer. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 